and welcome in to this Super Tuesday here on WCCR 94.5 LPFM and iTunes. It is the figure four fallout. Southern gentleman Bo Kidd here behind the board this evening with you, uh, along with my fellow four horsemen here, charming Russell Ryan. Hello. Timbo Slice himself, Tim No. Pleasure. And the mailman, Casey Malone. Signed, so delivered. Guys, it will be a fun show tonight. Uh, once again, we are back to our around an hour segment kind of deal. We're going to try something a little differently tonight to see uh, how we can keep our pace going a little bit better. Uh, so And following. And following, of course. Tonight. Yes, tonight we do have a, a, a show following us now here on Tuesday nights. Uh, Downright 70s with Kim Miller here on Tuesday nights. Uh, she'll be following... I don't know. We may need to get her some air freshener or something. Because <laughs> after four guys are in here for a while, it, it gets a little. Yeah, ripe. we just had Taco Bell. It gets a little ripe. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, it'll be interesting. Point. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Kim, for that. But uh, let's get into uh, everything because we've still got we've got a raw to talk about. We've got some news to go uh, over. We've got a review of Halloween Havoc 1998. Yes. We have our predictions. For extreme rules to do as tonight as well, uh, so plenty to talk about tonight. We so, probably also, and Tim pointed this out tonight at Taco Bell, we probably need to talk about the hottest storyline in professional wrestling: Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. I have a new segment. Come on, hey, look at this. I no. can't trust you all the hey, time. Hey, two pages. Two pages. Oh, What's the first thing under news under wrestling? Ballard Joe. Reigns. What? <laughs> oh, I must have been looking at the wrong thing. Deuce Pajos. Jeez. <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> can't trust you all the time. Yeah, you can trust me. You know what? Don't look at me. You think oh. you know me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. How long, by the way? Until uh, I say... That's not fair. Let's talk about Raw. We're going to go down the list of the results from last night. Um, Honestly, in my opinion, pretty good show. I enjoyed it. It was honestly a pretty good show. Uh, Let's run down the results, though, first before we we dive into anything in depth. We started off the night with a Sami Zayn versus Cesaro solo match. Uh, That ended up in a no contest as The Miz and Kevin Owens both ended up getting involved in the match. Then Shane and Stephanie come out and decide we're going to have a tag match. But it's a unique tag match. As it is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn teaming up to defeat Cesaro and The Miz in tag team action. We have the debut of the Shining Stars of Puerto Rico. Primo and Epico for their fourth time. Boring. The uh, the gentleman that uh, was working, John Schuyler. Yes. NXT uh, talent, of course, uh-huh. uh, down there in uh, in Florida. And uh, also worked a show down in Tennessee has. recently. He has. Uh, very, very, very talented Wait, young man. Wait, did you say boring? No, very talented young no, man. No, no. I'm pretty sure Tim said boring. Yeah, I said boring. Shining I stars. thought these guys looked know, pretty good last night. They did look pretty good, but I don't like the yeah. name. We'll get we'll get to that. The Shining Stars. That, that name's better than the one later on down the road. Well, the Shining Stars defeated Scott Jackson and Brian Kennedy, um, which of course uh, real names are John Schuyler and Corey Hollis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana Brooke makes her debut last night on Raw. She defeated Becky Lynch. Yes, she did. Tyler Breeze and Fandango, better known as. Brizango, Brizango, which is horrible, defeated the Golden Truth, which is Goldust and R-Truth. The Usos would defeat Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Big Cass comes away with a very quick victory over Devon Dudley. And in the main event, Alberto Del Rio would absolutely crush Kalisto uh, before we had our main event segment of the night, which was the contract signing for the WWE Women's Championship match on Sunday. Now, let's talk about our segments, though, for the night. First segment that we're going to talk about is the buildup thus far of the IC title match and the women's title match. I think, guys, myself... This has been an absolutely great buildup for both of these matches. Well, I'm now going to direct it over to you all. 
My question to you is, has the buildup been too much, and are we going to be let down on Sunday with both of them? Start off with Russell. Um, with the women's title match, it still has potential to be good, I think. Um, especially the fact that we have Ric Flair banned from ringside. So that means, in, unless he pulls some Lord of, Lord of little hook-de-doo that he did last week uh, in the in the page match, then, I mean, I think this match will be good. Didn't they have a stipulation where if he even comes down... He even comes to ringside now. If he even comes to ringside, she, no. she, loses, she loses the title. title. So, um, I think having Flair away from ringside, that alone will help this match <laughs> a great deal. Now, for the IC title... It's going to be exciting either way, uh, whether there was too much build or whether there wasn't enough build at all because of the participants in it. Uh, I mean, minus Miz can be argued. Don't but, minus Miz. I'm telling but, you, don't count the man out. But, but I mean, uh, honestly, the, the match I think is still good. I like the little tweak they put in there with Owens and Zayn teaming up together against Miz and uh, Cesaro. Uh, the the two group, that basically the two men on each side that hate each other are now teaming together, which is something... When was the last time that we've seen that? It's It's been a while, I think, since we've seen something probably, like that. So. Probably Cena with the Nexus and winning the tag titles with... Uh, he won with Batista heading into Mania. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm saying he also won a tag title with the Nexus David with Otunga. Uh, David Otunga. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's been a while since we've seen that... I don't want to say storyline, but that kind of... That type of match where mm-hmm. uh, opponents are teaming together, so I, I like that added I twist guess, twist to it. So um, I, th- I think it helps. I think the buildup for both have been pretty good. Um, the women's the women's title match I'm really excited about. Honestly, these two had a throwdown match at, at Roadblock, and it was almost a 15 minute match, and it was pretty exciting. And so. I can't wait to see them go at it again, you know, hoping that it will be as good as that match, uh, I'm hoping. But the build-up has been fantastic, honestly. Um, the, the Intercontinental title match, I think, is... I, 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 In my opinion, I think this could be the match of the night. So, okay. so I'm really putting a lot of weight on that and the build up for that has been really good I mean you can't go wrong with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in any sort of feud Mm -hmm. so and then with Cesaro coming back we know what he can do and The Miz is playing a pretty good heel at the moment so I'm I'm pretty excited um maybe the the one in the room that is not as excited about the women's title match and it's because I know what Charlotte's capable of as a personality and for some reason she just hasn't been able to show it when she, since she's been on the main card. I mean, I don't think that she's... Because she's been either with Paige and Becky and in some kind of thing where it's almost back and forth and she feels very robotic. And then she gets put with Rick and it feels very robotic. <clears throat> and it's a lot. it feels like a lot of scripting for her. Like, I don't think she's getting much free reign. And I've never been a huge fan of Natalia as far as the personality goes. I think these two are going to have a killer match. I think it'll be worth watching. I think the build-up, the storyline's been great. It's just kind of like having a really good storyline with two lackluster characters. And I think both of them have the potential to be better. I don't think that they brought it as well as they could have. So I'm not as excited, but it's going to be good. I think I'm with Tim as far as the match of the night going to this Fatal 4-Way. I've actually been really high on Miz throughout this whole this whole ordeal because I think he's actually showing up a little more and he's doing a little better. Uh, his personality is better. I think the pairing of him and Maurice gives a whole new level of hatred that we needed as fans to make him a better heel. I think he's a little more passionate than he's been like than he has been in the past. Um, Cesaro is just good. I mean, the thing of it is, is this is an elevation feud, and once he's past this, there's going to be greater things. But it's completely just to elevate him. This has not really been a central focus for him, and I think. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to they're going to do what they're going to do regardless of who they're with. But I really do say really do believe and will say that the tag match last night was probably the highlight of Raw for me because I think Sami and Kevin were more entertaining 
trying to team together than anything I've seen in a long time. And I really, really appreciated it. Um, myself, the women's title match, um, I am actually very intrigued by because I know both of these young ladies. If you go back and remember the match that they had at NXT when Charlotte won the, the NXT women's title, that blew the roof off the place. It was a fantastic match. Both of them can go in the ring. No question about it. Do both of them need some polishing on the mic? Absolutely. They they need some polishing on gimmick, period. Like, they need a little now, bit see, more I don't, I don't think so. I think I think Natalia's gimmick is absolutely fine for what she does. I don't think she needs much polishing. I think it's just she's that person that's going out there to do her job and get out. It's that simple. She doesn't have to have a huge talking point or a huge gimmick point. She just goes out and does her job. She was very much a karma uh, karma type where she didn't talk. She just went out, did her business, and gone. That's all it is. Very similar with Jackie. Jacqueline was the same way. So that that's me in that point. It's just my thing. If they're going to use them on my television in a high-profile feud, they need to have good character. Then on the IC title point, though, in my mind, I think... Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, there's no question about it. They're, um, you know, that's something that, you know, it's going to be the best feud of the night kind of thing. And with that, coupled with Cesaro and The Miz, who honestly is probably the most underutilized character in this entire Fatal 4-Way, I think it's going to build up to be the match of the night. Guaranteed, no doubt about it. The bell means we go on to the next topic. So the next topic, we start off, and I go to this. The Reigns-Styles feud for the main event at Extreme Rules. My question to you all, start off this time with Casey. Okay. Has this buildup been enough for this match at Extreme Rules, or are we still missing something? It, it's been incredibly pleasing to watch. But for some reason, and I don't know who to blame it on, it does not feel like a world title feud to me. I don't know that I've seen a world title feud in a while. There's really not a whole lot of... The passion has not kind of been there. It, the whole world title has been overshadowed by who's got who's back on whose team. And it's been good. Create a good feud. It's been an exceptional feud. But I just don't like... There's There's something missing from... The, the world title aspect of it all. Tim? I'm kind of like Casey. I'm not sure if if it's all there. It's missing a few pieces. I, I don't know if it's because every time we've seen those two, we've also seen the Usos and then the two other guys, so it's not like a one-on-one feud going at it. For this, there's these guys too, and they're kind of taken away from Roman and AJ a little bit. and then I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm confused because they're kind of like... They're, they're not playing a baby role neither one and they're not playing a heel role they're just kind of like in the middle doing baby things and heel things and I don't know if that's so they can just go at it at extreme rules like beat the fire out of each other but AJ snapping last night was really good for it I thought yeah I, I just don't know it's missing something I just can't figure it out Russell they brought up a good point because of the added outside individuals to this. It feels more like a stable feud than a one-on-one. Now, that's not saying that that's a bad thing. That's just saying that if they're wanting to build this as a world title feud, then, yeah, having the Usos and Gallows and Anderson maybe one or two matches with AJ and Roman, fine. But... Pretty much this entire, what what's it been? Three weeks. Uh, it's been about a month. Three, four weeks, something four like weeks. that. Um, build for this match. We've seen AJ one without the other. Yeah, you, you've seen them all together in some capacity, whether it was <laughs> tag matches or um, one or the other being ringside for the match for the individual. So, um, I, I'm still looking forward to the match. Um, whether it is a a world title feud or not, technically, 
On paper, yes, it is. But watching it the past few weeks, not really. Okay. I, I see all three of your off points. And I think that especially Tim and Casey talking about it being, you know, just like all three of them, it's the three versus the three, not the one versus the one kind and, of thing. And Tim actually brought up a good point earlier today about how last night on Raw, Roman got booed, Usos got cheered, AJ got cheered, Gallows and Anderson got booed. booed. They're yeah. so confused. Like, how so, can you please a crowd like that? <laughs> they're, they're confused. It's, it's impossible to please yeah. a crowd like that. That's the, that's the problem with this right now. That's the reason why I think that it's not even close to being over. No. So I, it, well, even th- think about the the Charlotte and Natalia thing last night. They're in North Carolina. They're booing Rick. They're, or they're, they're cheering Rick. They're cheering Rick and Charlotte, and they're booing Natalia. Actually, no. They were. If you listen very carefully, they cheered Rick, booed Charlotte, and then turned around and cheered Natalia they, at the end. They didn't fully. Boo Charlotte. There, there were some cheers in there for Charlotte. There, was, there was, may be some, but there was more boos than cheers. So. But you're going to get cheers for any one person, well, yeah. even a small amount, no matter who it is. Because everybody has some level of fandom. And mm-hmm. when they're, once they're there, they're going to get cheered in their own yeah. right. Yeah, but. no question. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I think that this feud between Styles and... Uh, and and Reigns is nowhere even close to being over. Right. No. Uh, I think you're looking at at least another month, maybe even two. Really depends. Do we see them fight at SummerSlam or no? The no, I don't think the I don't think SummerSlam. I think the next one, which will be Money in the Bank, Money in the Bank and Battleground are the next two. That okay? So you may see them for Money in the Bank and Battleground. Okay. Not necessarily Not sure about SummerSlam okay. because of the return of a couple of other names Mm -hmm. that are getting ready to come up. So that could be very, very big in the next couple of weeks. Plus there's a lot of talk on nagging injuries for AJ that Vince is scared about. What kind of nagging injuries? He's having a lot of issues with his back. He's having a lot of issues with his back, and apparently he's been working through an ankle injury. Oh, okay. Something that I was unaware of, so that's that's definitely something different. All right, finally... um, how do I how do I word this one? <laughs> it's so it's so different. The the correlation, I guess you would say right now between Stephanie and Shane has been pretty solid thus far. Mm-hmm. So quickly, we're going uh, two minutes or two minutes max between or between the four of us. What I'm looking at is. How do you like this? And two, how long can this go? Tim, start off with you. Brand split. This is where this is headed, in my opinion. I think there's going to be a falling out of mass proportions. Stephanie is... Because you saw her look at that picture of them two at Raw a couple weeks ago. It was weird. At the end of the show, she picked up that picture and looked at it. It was odd. Events and chain. Yeah. Okay. But I think something's going to happen between the two. It's just too good right now. Casey? Hmm... If it's not over by Survivor Series and we don't, like I said, we need a brand split before SummerSlam if we're going to get one. Yeah. And I think it, I think this feud goes on to Survivor Series. Russ, I like they're working together. I think it's a good dynamic uh, for on air. Um, but I, I'm like everybody else. And keep in mind, I've been one that said I really don't want to see the brand split again. But I'm actually kind of getting a little. Eager, eager for it now. Yeah. So, I think yet again, I think a brand split would be good in certain aspects, especially for your mid-tier titles. I'm not going to call mid-card titles your mid-tier titles. Mm-hmm. Um, the US and IC titles. I think your world heavyweight champion can be on both. I think your women's champion can be on both. I think your tag champion can be on both. But I think one needs an IC title, one needs a US title, and it needs to be worked on a little bit more. Well, if, if you think about it, if, say, the world champion is feuding with somebody on SmackDown, you're going to be having a number one contender feud on Raw. On Raw to build up for the next feud for the champ. See, that's what they initially did when the brand split actually happened, yeah. but it just something fell apart. 
Yeah, and, I, and that's when we ended up with a, a second world title, basically. Right. And, and I never was a huge fan of having two world titles. Right. Uh, I think that truly divided it out a little too much, but it's something that I think they felt they needed to do. I wouldn't say it devalued the titles, but... Divided it out, not devalued. Right. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying that that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, it... It didn't devalue them, but when you're focusing on one over the other, then the world heavy. Let's be honest. The world heavyweight championship always played second fiddle to the WWE championship. Yeah, it, re- it really yeah. did. I, I agree with you there. All right, uh, let's rank our raw from last night, one to ten. Start off with Russell. Um, I'll give it a a seven, um, just because it wasn't too awful. But at the same time, this was a go-home show for a pay-per-view. So, I thought it was pretty good for the same reasons. Uh, eight, eight and a half. Case Sev. I'm actually with him on I this one. I'm, I was very impressed, to be completely honest. I'm going to go with a solid eight. I thought it was a really – to be a go-home show. Actually, you know, hold on. Um, where's the time machine at? I need to go back and change that. <laughs> I'm not just – The has destroyed it. And heels. Son of a jerks. <laughs> so, so jerks. <laughs> All, right, <guys. laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh, let's go to our ringside rumors, which is our news topics, of course, going on around wrestling, uh, and of course, the big topic. I don't know if you got the ESPN Weidman. notification. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know it's not wrestling related, but for MMA fans, uh, Weidman ruled out for a middleweight title rematch versus Rockhold at UFC 199 due to injury. So, uh, coming across the ESPN about uh, 11 minutes ago. So, yeah. So um, let's go to our news, and uh, the big news, of course, around wrestling right now, besides on the main card, is of course not an NXT. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe have signed a contract to or for the rematch for the NXT title, mm-hmm. and this is going to be inside of a steel cage at the next NXT TakeOver event. If I'm not mistaken, as far as WWE Network goes, first ever steel cage match for anything. It is. So, big, big things. And I'm not sure. I think it's in June. Non-main card June steel 8th. cage match. It is no. The next NXT takeover is June 8th. So just a few weeks. Mm-hmm. It is just, in three weeks. Uh, from tonight, one, two. It is three weeks from tomorrow night. They're at Full Sail University uh, in Florida, and of course, that right now the only match on the card. The only one it needs. The the question is, is, does a steel cage even have a chance at closing out this feud at at the NXT level? They're really building it up to be the end. I hope that's what it is. Not because I don't want the feud to continue, but because all good things must come to an end. And it could be something you can reignite later, but I want better things for both Joe and Balor. I want a world title reign for Joe that isn't necessarily him defending only against the former champion. <clears throat> I want him to have his own reign, his own standalone, and I want it to be just basically a nation of domination where like the reign of dominance he had whenever he was like X Division champion in TNA. And I want things for Balor like moving up to the main card. So, well, that, so, well that Tim can, so that Tim can actually get him, or I, it's, it, this has nothing <laughs> yes. to do with the draft. But. I, I'm just missing. It's that foot race we're gonna have. <laughs> it's arm wrestle. I won't even tie my shoes, guys. I won't even tie my shoes. I'm saying this now. I will not be putting my name into the hat to pick up Balor at all. Period. You're dumb. <laughs> not necessarily, but Tim, what do you think about this? Is it the end? I don't think so. Not not between those two. It might be on NXT, but... That's what I'm saying. At NXT, is this the end? At, yes. At the NXT level, this is the end. Russell? Yes. Because um, if you think about it, the best way to end a feud, if you will, is in some sort of big stipulation match. Steel cage, hell in the cell. Yeah. Whatever. So, I, I think this is... 
Finn Balor's undefeated as the demon. That could change. And he's also sending out tweets back and forth with Bray Wyatt, so... Yeah, who knows what he's Trolling Trolling 101. Very cryptic. Those two are creepy. Um, I thought... I I really hope that it is, because to be completely honest, I don't want to see a two-time NXT champion. Who do we see go against Joe after this? Yeah, that's not like what that is for like that yeah, is for. yeah exactly it's to build your way up yeah and once you hit that championship mark your next step should be up to up. the card yeah I agree. up to the card um i think could honestly, you make the argument that it's the uh the old school mentality of that being like the intercontinental title if you will yes back in the back in the day absolutely absolutely uh i think all right, so you said who you think goes after it next. Let's start it mm-hmm. off all the way around the room. Casey, who's the next opponent for the... I got nothing. Nothing? Nobody? I, I, I don't watch enough. I okay. need to watch more to have Tim? somebody. For NXT? Yes. Oh, boy. There's <laughs> there's a few. Who, Austin who, who Aries. Is, who is yours that you think it should be? Austin Aries. Austin Aries? Yeah. He hasn't been there long, but honestly... He's, he's the greatest he, man that ever lived. Because you're not giving it to Elias Sampson. Nobody Casey sort of liked that, it looked like. Russell? Oh, Nakamura. I forgot about Nakamura, Tim. Gosh. Uh, to, I do think Nakamura needs a few things in between. Na- Nakamura needs a little bit more before he goes after the NXT title. Um, no way, Jose. I mean, no. <laughs> He's entertaining, man. I mean, other, no way, Jose. <laughs> you stop it. He's fun to watch. You stop it. Other other than no, Aries. No way, Jose, going for the U.S. Other than the Aries, title? there's really no, no way, Jose. <laughs> other than Aries, Elias Sampson's the only one that they've kind of. Guys, I think you're forgetting. Um, I think you're forgetting a name. Well, I mean, he's not on the roster on the WWE website yet. And if you're talking about Robert Roode, no. then no, not he's at all. Not. Okay. I'm talking about a guy coming back from injury, and I'm talking about Hideo Hideo Tommy. When does he come back, though? I think Hideo Tommy. He's due back any time. Because he got injured around the corner, and he got injured going after the title. He's going to come back with a vengeance. Mm -hmm. And I think a feud between he and Joe would be stellar. I think that could Mm -hmm. be absolutely stellar. That's the kind of matches fans' dreams are made of. I mean, that... It just it looks. It would give him an opportunity to get that kind of shine that he was trying to get before. It was really injury. funny. The thing they the re, it was really funny because they brought in Balor to make Tommy look a lot better, and like Balor just outshined yeah, him so hard it was bad. Like because mm-hmm. it was not supposed to be Balor that made the the jump as fast. Tommy was supposed to be the main guy while Balor had some work, and Balor just ran past him like sprinting, and was and, like, "How you doing? Goodbye." And I'm not trying Hello. to sound racist when I say this, so I'm I want to preface that. Oh God! But now that Nakamura's there, it's almost like they can only have like one Asian wrestler to kind of be showcased if you will maybe so but we will see how that goes and we've still got some more NXT stuff to talk about later on and not that I agree with that show. idea but um, the next or next topic is overnight of course we had Raw last night but mm-hmm. overnight last night the main owner the majority shareholder of the WWE Vincent Kennedy McMahon Sold two million one hundred and ninety one thousand eight hundred and ninety four shares mm-hmm. of his WWE holdings. That totaled out to over thirty six million dollars that he sold last night on the stock market. Apparently, he's doing it for a some kind of real estate adventure that he's looking at, but the sale of it. Dropped WWE stock almost thirteen cents or almost thirteen cents mm-hmm. per share is you know I'm not going to necessarily say because we're not a business show by any means necessary you know we I don't understand none of that stuff. he's the only one with a business degree here well I'm going to angle this towards him 
Well, to be completely honest, McMahon being the majority shareholder that he is and then selling off over 2.1 million shares last night, if you are a shareholder in the WWE, are you nervous about this at all? And just a smidge. <laughs> he sold thirty six million dollars worth of his shares last night. Yeah, that's a good chunk of change there. Um, why? Uh, once again, especially yeah, I mean, for some real estate venture that he's looking at. But oh, because everything else has turned out so good. Well, I, I was going to say that all, all <laughs> the reports that, that I've read, <laughs> all the reports I've read was is saying that WWE is not being sold or anything of that nature. And if I was looking at a chart that showed. The percentages of people's shares and all that, Vince still has like forty eight percent of the he he the does company he does. But and then there's like a little sliver that's like his and Linda's together, and then yeah. Well, Linda. after what he sold last night, the stock fell three point seven percent to seventeen dollars and twenty five cents a share. It closed to uh, it closed today. Or I'm sorry, it closed yesterday at 1791, mm-hmm. and now it's down. And it was down to 1725. It closed today at 1707, which is down almost five percent from Monday. So that's just where I'm sort of questioning. Is you know, if you're a shareholder, if you are a big fan of WWE, should you be worried? Kind of thing. I don't think you should be worried. I don't um, know enough. It's net the WWE value, the net value of the company was 1.36 billion dollars on Friday. It, it today it dropped to 1.30. So it literally dropped 60 million dollars. You know who Since we should Friday. be questioning about the sh- uh, the stocks and the shareholders? We should be talking to the professor. He owns stock in the WWE. That's a very good point here. So, and it got down to as low. That's very hard for me to admit. Got down as low as $16.63 a share today at one point. So, it was well over a dollar and a quarter lower today at one point than it was at any point in time. So, just, it's very interesting. Red flag to watch. Keep an eye out on it, I think. But with the real estate adventure. Could we finally be getting a Hall of Fame? Of a physical Hall of Fame? I don't know if that's what it is. Though. That's the thing. Nobody it never really says. So I'm going to sell my shares so we can build a Hall of Fame that I probably could have done anyway. Exactly. Know, cash fund. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then but finally. Maybe he's trying to say it's meaning more if he's investing his own money into it than. I highly doubt it. I, I, think, I think you're trying real hard and I appreciate it, but I don't think you're right where you need to be. Well, you know, I mean. Dixie Carter's my influence. So, it's uh, we've got a couple or a couple more topics here quickly. Uh, WWE has That's announced. That's a good way to get future endeavor here, bro. <laughs> the WWE <laughs> has announced the dates for their upcoming Cruiserweight Classic. The four dates have been announced now for the Classic. Cruiserweights. So, uh, June tw- June twenty. 20- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> June 23rd, July 14th, August 27th, and September the 24th. So this is going to be a four-month tournament. Is it too long? <clears throat> what they're doing is they're airing weekly episodes Yes. for this thing. Um, and they're doing it after NXT. So instead of giving you an entire tournament in one night, yeah. they're... Isn't this and is it spaced out too much? Isn't this supposed to have something? Four months. Is this not supposed to have almost an ultimate fighter tough enough feel where we get to see some of the people in the background? You know, that's a question. I don't know. That's a good question. I, we, I don't think we've seen enough information about this yet. My general understanding from the initial post and the initial releases, and maybe I read too much into it, was that it was supposed to be almost a UFC Ultimate Fighter type thing where we get to see the lives of the cruiserweights and stuff and we get to be mm-hmm. built up and we get, like, say, three or four matches a show in the tournament and, you know, we see the build-up to them. I mean, but like, maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I don't know. I don't think I've seen enough on it. To truly know, it, it's it's hard to make a, a a judgment call at this point with the thing, um, or with the tournament, I should say. I mean, we we know the participants, we know we know some the, of the participants. We well, know some of the participants, we know the fact that it's going to be now over four month span. 
Um, we just don't know a lot about the details of the production of it. Um, I mean, either, either way, it's going to be fun to, to watch cruiserweights in action again. It's always fun to watch cruiserweights yeah. in action. And finally, before we go to break... Which we got from Halloween Havoc 98, if you will. TV ratings in from last night, and considering that they went up against Game 1 of uh, a heck of a Western Conference Finals he traveled game last night, <laughs> which he did travel, yes. Walking uh, OKC. Okay, Raw scored a 2.27, virtually even with their 2.26 last week. First two hours, virtually even from last week as well. However, the third hour, once the game really got heated, it dropped pretty big. We're talking from, it went from 3.37 million to 3.30 million to the third hour, 2.89 million. Stanley Cup Finals was on as well, and the Pittsburgh was going into overtime. Yes, so. I may or may not have been watching that one. <laughs> There's a um, lot of good stuff. Summertime's really hard. It is. Especially with playoffs going on yeah. with mm-hmm. two, 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 two big sports. Yeah. Uh, you know, hockey may not be as big around here, but it's big elsewhere. I dare you to go up to Mike Dickman and say that. Yeah. I'll I'm just saying around here. here. <laughs> okay. Um, especially for the fact that they've already found out that there was 8.7 million viewers watching the Warrior Thunder game. Huh. On TNT, so that's well over double of Raw's audience at that point in time. So we shall see how it goes. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk our random review of the week of the 1998 Halloween Havoc. We will talk uh, Extreme Rules because we have our uh, predictions to give for that, plus maybe just some random thoughts uh wwe actually has a very interesting poll out right now i'm going to talk to you all about that whenever we get back as well is judy bagwell on it well it is sort of in a time machine so yes i guess it is all righty then we'll we'll be back here on 94.5 wccr and itunes You think you know me. Hey, this is the Rated R Superstar Edge. You are listening to the Figure Four Fallout on WCCR 94.5 Williamsburg, Kentucky. And back here on the Figure Four Fallout 94.5 WCCR, LPFM, and iTunes. Bo Kidd, Russell Ryan, Tim No, and Casey Malone here in studio with you. And I prefaced before we went to our break that the WWE had a new poll out currently that said, if you had a time machine, as the New Day did last night during their, uh, during their skit, I guess is what you would say, um, on Raw, which was quite humorous to be completely honest uh which former tag team would you bring back to face the new day the choices that the wwe.com has given us were team hell no which is kane and daniel bryan uh the rock and sock connection uh the miz and john morrison degeneration x the shield demolition and edge and christian now, I think that's a pretty good list of teams. No question about it. But if you had to pick a team other than the ones that are on the list, who would you pick? See, the team that I would pick has actually never been inside of the WWE. It says, what former tag team would you bring back? I know. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. Back in the day. Casey's stumped. <clears throat> any any time in history. It says, which former tag team would you bring back to face the new Read day? those off again. There's a lot of names. Do we have to choose from that list? No. I said no. I said another Put team that, hasn't, on, buddy. that has been in the WWE or WCW, whatever you want to call it, but, you know, whoever's in the company now. 
kind of thing. Can't, does the spirit squad count? Yes. Oh my gosh, please no. <laughs> I'm just curious. Read those. Read those Team Hell No, Rock and Sock Connection, jo- or Miz and Jomo, DX, Shield, Demolition, ENC. Man. I was going to say Edge and Christian, but they're on there. Mm-hmm. Hogan and Macho Man. <laughs> There's a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd Casey, poor Casey Stumps. Russell, who would you bring back? Freebirds. Think the Freebirds would be an interesting one? They could be fun. Well, they no, could be very fun. There's no question about that, but, you know, given the history of the Freebirds. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm talking about there. Yep. <laughs> Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. That could be fun too. Give me that spin Rooney, Booker T. That song's gonna be stuck in your head the rest it of the night now. You're gonna be coming into. Okay, yeah. this is gonna be Strike Force. A very strange tag team, but I think the the fours mic work would be really good. Christian and Jericho. They were an interesting pairing together. There's no question about that. Oh, that Canadian dollar for Lita who could get Trish first. Man, that's part of the good feud. That really was a good feud. <laughs> Going into 20. I'm, I'm surprised nobody said the Hardys. Well, uh, well or the Steiners. I was thinking about the Steiners, too. Oh, I liked the Steiners. I, you know, I was leaning towards the Steiners. I was leaning towards uh, Public Enemy. Mm. See, I you know some teams like that. The Rockers. My first thought was the Rockers. The, you know, the Blue Man Group. No, the Blue World Order. Sorry, but Wait, you know, is that right? You you want me to? <laughs> okay, yeah. The, the Blue World Order. Yes. I mean, they're such an influential <laughs> the group. Blue I couldn't remember their name. <laughs> With the drums and stuff, you know. The wo- just but mute me. Mute this I am, but to be completely honest, I was I am honestly torn between two. Okay, I'm I'm gonna mute Russell so that his cackling isn't going across. I was actually torn between two tag teams. Okay, I was actually crap. I thought I muted you. No, you muted me. <laughs> no, I okay, didn't, I deserve it. Uh, I was torn between uh, me and the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Dude, they were they were good, but I just I don't like that feud pairing. They're no blue man. Why did you like that feud pairing? <laughs> I don't like that feud you pairing. You don't like no. that feud pairing. Mm-mm. The other one that I or the other one that I was honestly thinking about was APA. Oh, Algalot Protection Program Agency. Whatever agency. I, I liked APA too. Another one that would have been interesting. How about let's go to some classical four horsemen? Brainbusters. Well, not the Brainbusters, but I'm thinking Arn and Larry. Arn Anderson, Larry Zabisco. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. That what, would be nostalgic. What about world's greatest tag team? Oh, I, Hollywood Blondes. How fun would that have been? Pittman and Austin. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go Let's to go else. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Eddie it. and Chavo. Oh. That's them. Now, don't tell me that okay. would have been an interesting promo <laughs> between the New Day and the Blue Man Group. Because okay? <laughs> that would have been, been wild. Oh, my gosh. Random review of the week. <laughs> just just think of Kofi and them and painting themselves so blue. Long. It would be oh, all gold. That would be awesome. Uh, random review of the week was the t- 1998 Hall- WCW Halloween Havoc. On the Crush Wednesday? What? Yes. Okay. Yes. Love you, Nikki Bella. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you? I got the card here. If you want, to. I've got the card. I was just trying to make sure that I remembered where it was. Um, this one was out in uh, Vegas at the MGM Grand. Um, there were a lot of matches on this card. Uh, starting off with the television title, Chris Jericho does successfully defend his TV title against Raven. Wrath defeated Ming in under five minutes. I didn't, think, I didn't think anybody could beat Ming in under five minutes. Death to Ming! Okay. Yeah, all right. I'll um, <laughs> 
number one contenders match for the Cruiserweight title for later that night. Uh, Disco Inferno became the number one contender, defeating Juventud Guerrero. Movie juice. Uh, Alex Wright defeated Fit Finley in a singles competition, along with Perry Saturn defeating Lodi. In the Cruiserweight title match later on that night, Billy Kidman would successfully defend his title against the Disco Inferno. In the vac- er, for the vacated WCW tag titles, Rick Steiner and Buff Bagwell would defeat the Giant and Scott Steiner to become tag team champions. And then immediately afterwards, Rick Steiner would face Scott Steiner in a singles match. Rick coming out on top uh, in just over uh, just a little over eight minutes. Or in just a little over five minutes, I'm sorry. Uh, Scott Hall would defeat Kevin Nash via countout after almost 15 minutes. Uh, U.S. title match. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, the U.S. champion, would defeat Sting. Uh, in the co-main event, I guess is what you would call it, Hollywood yeah. Hogan defeated uh, what they named at that time was just the Warrior uh, in, a ba- in a match. OWN. And then all of a sudden, the pay-per-view cut off. And people forget about this. But the pay-per-view actually cut off that night because they did not buy enough airtime to to show the main event. So the main event was actually shown the next night on on Monday Night Nitro. And the main event, of course, was the WCW World Title Match where the champion Goldberg would successfully defend his title against Diamond Dallas Page. And Casey actually refreshed my memory on this entire title match at the end this? about how most of it got cut or the end of it got cut off, and then they had to show it on. Uh, so do you? Nitro. Do you actually remember? You all gave me a lot of crap for not watching the war game matches. DDP won his number one contendership in a war games match. Yes, he did. That crazy one where it was like where it was three. We, we, we it was have, teams of three. We have teams of three that but are elite really teams. Yeah, but it was actually one v one v one v one v you know whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it so was teams, weird. but it's every man for himself. Yeah, yeah. made no sense. No sense whatsoever. Because there was like an NWO team, a WCW team, and there was like a third team in there somewhere. It was almost like a horseman team. Yeah. There was a horseman team. But I remember because I watched this one with Jeremiah, and it's actually really funny because the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view is actually what sparked our purpose for having random reviews of the week. Mm -hmm. So we have the random review because of Halloween Havoc. My war games led to this. Finally, me catching up on war games was the one that led into this pay-per-view. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was Team WCW versus Team NWO Hollywood versus Team NWO Wolfpack. Oh, yeah. Is what okay. it was. Okay. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, either way, this pay-per-view has a lot of, like, importance as far as, like, some of the stuff with this show goes. But oh, no question. I will... I actually think this is one of the pay-per-views that legitimately set WCW on the infinite course of failure. Well, when you don't buy enough airtime for your own pay-per-view, that, that's, what that's a major issue. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a major, you, you major can, issue. You can give it away for free, but your paying customers are still mad. They didn't want it on Monday night. No, absolutely not. Um, and then the live crowd that paid for it. They got to see it. They got to see it. And, and then you go and show it the next night on Nitro for free. So it's redundancy. And, and, now they're and mad they didn't because, get reimbursed. And now they're mad because, you know, they had to pay to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of that... Uh, number one contenders match for the or the War Games match had DDP, Piper, Warrior, Hogan, Hart, Stevie Ray, Nash, Sting, and Luger. So very very interesting. Mm-hmm. But that was um, the one where Hogan and Warrior like went through the cage and it yeah. was like crazy. That match yep. was just all around weird. Uh, rate your matches. Yeah, rate this card, guys. Overall, um, the cruiserweight matches were great, and Billy Kidman so Billy Kidman was good, oh, so, so good. Him. Love that guy. He was good, and I'm so disappointed that he never really got a full yeah. run of any sort, really, in, in WWE because he was so talented. Um, but overall, the show, I mean, I, I'm going to give it a, a seven and a half. It was, it was okay. Um, your earlier matches. Anywhere between five ten minutes. Uh, then you got closer to the end of the car, and then you got the the longer matches. Um, 
Hogan Warrior not as great. DDP, Goldberg. Mm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It was the earlier matches on the card that really helped this pay-per-view be pretty solid. The, the only really long match, if you will, that we had was that was I felt was solid was the uh, the heart sting match. So yeah. I'm gonna give it a little a little bit lower. I was gonna go a six and a half, maybe even a six. Case that's where I'm at because the implications of the mistake that was made. Yeah. yeah. It, I'm, I'm right there with because you Because when all. you watch this, you have to try to remember that it's not this entire pay-per-view. Right. You would not have got that DDP match. Yep, right. I'm right there with you all. Uh, I gave it a six. Honestly, overall, I was not very, very happy with it. Got your bag of goodies? Already drew it. Already drew it. Already drew it. Next well, we week. It, Next week. We are going back to May the 22nd, 2005. It is WWE's Judgment Day. This was a SmackDown. Let's take a look at this. Oh, my goodness. Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? This is a SmackDown show. This has has seven matches where you're going to see in the WWE Tag Team title match, you're going to see the champions, Eminem, Joey Mercury, and Johnny Nitro, uh, defend their titles against Hardcore Holly and Charlie Haas. You have a singles match between The Big Show and Carlito with Matt Morgan in his corner. This is it. You have a cruiserweight title match between Chavo Guerrero and the champion Paul London. You have a singles match between Kurt Angle and Booker T. You have a singles match for the U.S. title. as The U.S. champion Orlando Jordan would take on Heidenreich. You have a singles match between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. And then in the main event for the WWE Championship, it is an I Quit match between the champion John Cena and the challenger John Bradshaw Layfield. If you've not seen that match, you will understand why I'm excited. That was one of JBL's best matches. Probably so, to be completely honest. That was an exceptional I Quit match. That's how wrestling today should be. This was held up at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, in front of a crowd of just a little over 12,000 people. Uh, Should be fun to talk about, though, next week. No question about it. Guys, let's talk about Extreme Rules here on Sunday. Our first first pay-per-view since we've done our draft. And it looks as if this guy is going to be racking up some points on Sunday. Well, when you have one match that has three people in it, and you're looking at 70 points coming out of that match, <laughs> we did the math last night. Bo in the Intercontinental title match, unless Miz wins, like, rocks it. Like, he rocks it without, like, with Miz winning. How am I already five points in the hole? Because I got it for paper, uh, the He's the got poster. it for because of the poster. No, but he's no. plus five. I'm minus five. I want some explanation here, moderator. Because you have to trade. He doesn't have to trade. I ain't got to do nothing, son. He doesn't have to trade. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. If you want to keep Emma on your your team, you can. (laughs) But she's got back surgery. Thanks, Emma. She's probably going to be up for the entire year. Jesus. Who needs a back? Come on, Emma. Rub some dirt on it. (laughs) Rub some dirt on it. Spit it in a little bit. There's no crying in baseball. Are you gonna, are you gonna trade or are you gonna, are you gonna I, I hold really off? I have right to, I guess. Well, do you know? Well, I mean, you, you don't have you don't to have trade, to trade right, right now. If you want to keep her on your roster, then be unto me. You you don't have to trade right now. We can always Darkie do that all fair. So just or, or just an FYI, uh, let's run down the card and let's get our predictions for this. Uh, in the pre-show match, no DQ match. It's going to be Dolph Ziggler taking on Baron Corbin. Russell. Uh. I think Baron Corbin gets the the victory here. Case or yeah, Case pre-show Corbin. Tim, Corbin, Dolph Ziggler gets I, the win. That gummit. I didn't take Dolph last time he won, so I'm doing this whole reverse. Well, I'm I'm taking Dolph this time. He's winning. Picked him and she blew her back out. So <laughs> trying to stay away from people I like. Oh, uh, the WWE United States Championship match: Kalisto taking on Rusev. That was ugly last night. By the way, that was. That was excessive, and it was too much, period. It really was. It was very it, – it was hard to watch. I was really, really frustrated. When? 
when Rusev nearly snapped him in half with a, with the he's accolade. A, he's a flexible little booger. No, man, come on. That still, even as flexible as he is, that's too much. I mean, I'm all for good, safe, stiff working, but that was overkill. Well, it's Rusev. He's horrible. No one likes Rusev. Hey. No, he doesn't. No, no. I'm getting ready to pick up points because of Rusev because he's winning this match. I wouldn't say that nobody likes Rusev. I mean, I'm picking up. decided to marry him. That's right. right. She's dumb. I'm picking up, and I'm going to be picking up some uh, points for this because Rusev's winning the U.S. title tomorrow night. Or on Sunday night. So. Bo's going to come out to a commanding, stinking lead. Congratulations to Bo. Good thing. So, I'm, the- I'm taking Rusev. Let's go across the board. Rusev. Kalisto. <laughs> Russell? I'm sorry, Tim. Yeah, that's right. Kalisto. <laughs> WWE Tag Team Championship match. The New Day. New Day. My guys. My boys. Gonna hold on to the titles. New Day versus the Vaude Villains. I'm taking the New Day. Case. New Day. Russell. New Day. Yes. New Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I get points either way in that match because. Oh, won't you brag about it? I have both. Just send both some cookies in the mail. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho in the first ever Asylum match. A little confused by this one, but okay. Hey, they've got a new Mitch. Okay, now, now, hold on. <laughs> Get, since we didn't talk about it from Raw, give the rundown of what an Asylum match is. Okay, basically an Asylum match is a geriatric form of... <laughs> 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 it is a mixture between a steel cage match and a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Because basically there's all kinds of little implements... Hanging above the cage that can be used. So it's basically a lethal lockdown. Very similar. Lethal lockdown had a ceiling. That's the only difference. You know what it is? It's, it's a must win for Dean Ambrose. Because if he loses, he is completely just useless. I can't take him seriously anymore if he loses this match. It's that. his match. He kind of has to win. Well, you would think Well, that. I mean, Brock Lesnar. Very wide match. were supposed to be Undertaker's matches. And how many did he win? Two? Well, uh, I know he, he went against Brock Lesnar, and it was his match, and he got destroyed. It was almost a squash match. I'm saying he has to. We're win pointing this. out that he created this match. There's a well, difference in it being a. St- whoop de doo. I'm saying he has to win it. <laughs> I ain't getting into all who did this. That you're saying Ambrose. It. Yes. Russell. Ambrose. Case. Ambrose. Tim sucks. I'm the- <laughs> Just because I won't let Casey go ten <laughs> minutes about a match that somebody made up. I'm going Ambrose as well. <laughs> Let's look at the WWE Women's Championship match. It is a submission match. Charlotte versus Natalia. Flair banned from ringside. Who wins it? Flair. <laughs> it's a trump card. Charlotte wins. Charlotte wins. Woo! Yeah, Charlotte. Don't do that. Don't do that. Natalia takes it off of her. You think so? Yes. No. Yes going to happen. Transitional champion? Yes. Two. Bank Char- statement. Bank on it. You bank on it. Right. And and see, that's good for you because... Hey, I you can see her it. alive, too. I'm so excited. There you go. In, uh, I have a better chance of getting a girlfriend than Natalia winning the match. Well, I got reset real quick. Pucker up, big boy, because you're going to find one soon. <laughs> Intercontinental Championship match in a fatal four-way. Champion The Miz will be taking on Kevin Owens, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. Who wins this match? Samuel Zayn. Miz. Sami Zayn. Miz. Sami Zayn. Miz. Sami Zayn. Miz. You think you know me? Sami Zayn. Miz. do 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 <laughs> awesome, Miss. It it's hard not to go with Miz getting the win here. Imagine the feud that I, I set up if Sami Zayn wins it. Kevin Owens wants it so bad. Oh my gosh! I'm going That'd Cesaro. Be awesome. I'm going with Cesaro. Oh, I'm going with Cesaro in this one because I think they want Sami and Kevin still going. Oh, they'll still be going if Sami wins it. Not necessarily. Ke- Kevin wants it so bad. But the Miz will have a. Intercontinental title rematch. That they'll throw off on Raw. Yeah. If that's the case. So did Zack Ryder, and he got beat on three minutes. Well, either way, Cesaro wins this match. 
And then the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, Roman Reigns takes on AJ Styles in an Extreme Rules match. Guys, your or your thoughts? AJ by shenanigans. Roman. Bet he doesn't win the title. So After, you're saying by DQ. There is no DQ. It's, it's Extreme yeah. Rules. Yeah, it's oh, extreme yeah. Rules, There's no shenanigans. If uh, shenanigans happen, uh, AJ takes the belt. Not necessarily. Roman can still take the belt with shenanigans. We've seen Roman not sell a, a phenomenal well, belt. Pistol whip the next person that says shenanigans. <laughs> hey, what's that place with all the stuff on the walls <laughs> that you like to eat at? With the mozzarella sticks? Yeah. You what mean shenanigans? Oh! <laughs> Roman, Roman retains. They're, they're not putting the belt on AJ just yet. No, I agree. Uh, Ro- Roman's walking out of the arena with the belt some way. Yeah. It's going to be through. Roman Reigns. Roman noodles? What? It's, it's not going to be. I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the devil's advocate oh, here. That was on. Tim yesterday. I'm going to be the devil's advocate. I I legitimately think that you're going to have them battle for the next two months. So why not put the title on AJ right now? Because it's one Roman Reigns we're talking about here. Vince Wilson. What? Seth Rollins. Seth okay. Rollins, the man. Who cares? The myth, the legend. Even if Seth sure. Rollins does come back. The architect. He... He'll be thrown pretty much in the title picture. Okay, that's fine. said he's not, though. Yeah, I actually don't think he does. I don't it's think he's going into it immediately. Well, since he never really lost the belt. Still doesn't mean anything. I don't think he's getting thrown directly into it. I think he's going to have to fight his way in because guess okay. what? You don't have the authority at the top anymore. That's fine. I hope he does, man. I love Seth Rollins. I'm going to get his little schoolgirl when he comes back. I know you will be. Yeah, trust me. So I'm probably more excited about Seth Rollins coming back than... Potentially Finn Balor coming up. <laughs> I love Seth Rollins. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. Okay. Um, that actually has everything that we needed to get across done tonight. Um, so, see, I could have went on a 10-minute rant and Tim couldn't stop me. We would I fired. didn't want you on a 10-minute yeah, rant. Nobody you. wanted you on a 10-minute so rant. So, you guys are welcome. <laughs> Uh, John Cena says that he is 70% strength in the gym right now as he is going to be returning in two weeks on Raw. I think he's trolling the crap out of people. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Dude, legitimately, is that what you honestly think? They wouldn't let him come back if he wasn't 100%. I mean, he's supposed to be down down for a nine count and he's kicking out at five. I'm I'm with Casey here. Unless he was like 90% or more... Ready to return? Yeah. They wouldn't be having him come back at no 70%. No. To risk injury to him again. He might be at like 70% strength as far as not being able to lift the same, but that shoulder's nearing 100%. And uh, see, I think I think you get asked a lot of questions, and I think he's just so tired of it. He's just like, <coughs> he's just like, yeah, I'm at like 70%. Yeah, I'm feeling about 25% today. Yeah. I think he's trolling hardcore. Dude, dude, we're in the age and time of trolling the the tar out of the internet wrestling community. So. There's no question about that. There's We've seen that, of course, with Finn. Finn, Finn, and Finn, Bray Wyatt. Finn, Bray Wyatt have been big with it. Yeah. So, so. It, it's very interesting. Uh, it's last very last but not least, let's uh, – Chris Jericho. Needs to go. Needs though. to retire. <laughs> okay, well, that basically answered my question was – what do you do with him after this feud? You send him on his merry way. He's not entertaining to me anymore. Same old stuff. Same broken record. If he comes back, he needs some reinvent. He needs to reinvent himself some. He needs to get a new haircut. He looks like Rockadoodle. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, on the- uh, well, uh, but before we do, uh, the independent wrestling calendar for this week uh, tomorrow: uh, Davis Serena, Ohio Valley Wrestling, 7 p.m. Uh, National Guard Armory Renegade Championship or Renegade Independent Wrestling in Danville uh, on the 20th. Uh, also on the 20th, NWA New South Championship Wrestling in Franklin, Kentucky. Uh, bell time is 7:30 for it. Uh, All Star Wrestling in Providence, Kentucky at 8 on the 20th. Uh, 21st, WCCW in Lawrenceburg at 7:30 p.m. Uh, World Wrestling Alliance in Central City, Kentucky, 6 p.m. on the 21st. Bluegrass Championship Wrestling, Prestonburg, Kentucky, 4 p.m. bell time on the 21st. 
Uh, OVW on the 21st, Davis Arena. Uh, sorry, Ben Reno Starks Community Center, 7.30 p.m. Uh, 22nd, Primetime Wrestling in Georgetown at the Bingo Hall, 6.30 p.m. And the 25th, Ohio Valley Wrestling at Davis Arena, 7 p.m. bell time uh, on the 25th. And shout out to our tag team partners over at Independent Talent Podcast. Absolutely. Episode 29 is up. So after you get done listening to us here, Head on over to Independent Talent Podcast. Uh, the guys cover the Pro Wrestling Revelation show, which, uh, by the way, I didn't get gored. Thank you very much. I wanted to cover that real quick. Uh, New Origins Wrestling show from this past week, which saw the return of the greatest world manager, Lemon Juice McGee. Uh, and then they also have The Rub, which they highlight wrestler Shane Andrews, the booking sheet for OVW, PTW, New South Championship, BCW and WCCW, and as always, they say not safe for work because they have potty mouths. So, <laughs> all right. Okay. So, independent talent podcast. Go check them out. Go download theirs after you download ours later on this evening. That'll do it for Fear Four Fallout. Downright Seventies coming up next with Kim Miller. You've been listening to the Fear Four Fallout right here on WCCR ninety four point five LPFM and iTunes. Dun, 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 dun.